I am who I believe I am, and I do what I feel like I need to do. Thank you, God, universe, spirit guides, and angels for guiding my light and may it be an inspiration to guide others. Ashe. So what's up, Royals? Welcome back to episode seven. Questions can still be sent to Brittany Brene on Facebook and IG and Blue Without the E, Queen Dove on Snap. So let's get started. The question for this um, episode is how to get rid of toxicity from previous relationships, partners, and even after an unhealthy marriage. Not that I'm a professional in this area, but I consider myself to be somewhat of a connoisseur being that it's been a part of my recent journey. So the first thing I did was walk away. Now, This is easier said than done because in the walk away stage, you can convince yourself to stay by dwelling on the good things that happened and the possibilities of what could be. So it's possible to go back and forth with your emotions and decisions based strictly on minute memories. One minute you're ready to go and the next minute you're ready to stay. But if it was working, then leaving wouldn't be on your mind, period. And that's the motivation to make the move. Obviously, something is not right and it's time to leave. During this particular stage for me, there were so many things I tried to do to make him leave. I had to realize, though, he would never leave because he didn't see anything wrong. So I had to put my big girl drawers on and make the move myself. So first things first, you have to leave and not just physically, but mentally as well. If you stay there mentally, everything that happens after you leave will still affect you. The second thing I did was find the parts of me that was broken from the situation. This takes you being able to be completely honest with yourself. You have to ask yourself, what's wrong with me? I had to spend countless hours in the front of the mirror and on my ass in meditation. The sad reality is I had to figure out who I was again. I have been just as fake and phony as the best of them. As a matter of fact, I really have to introduce myself to a lot of people and apologize because I was strictly pretending. You have to be careful with feeling the need to get validation from people around you. They only know what you what they see and what you've told them, but they don't know how you feel. They don't know the things you've internalized that you forgot about or that you don't speak about or the vision that was given solely to you. I had a bad habit of needing validation and I was actively listening and taking advice from those around me. And it got to the point where I was like, These people are just as unbalanced as I am. It's like the blind leading the blind. Somebody needed some glasses thicker than the ones I have on to see because it's not working. Something that you need to take note on is this. You cannot take healing advice from a broken person. It's like eating crumbs on an empty stomach. It's just not enough. That's when I had to really, really dig deep past the hurt to reach those broken parts that I knew were broken on my own and trust that I knew what I knew. I had to commit to loving myself again. 
Which brings me to the third thing of healing those things and accepting the triggers that come. Whenever I talk about healing to people, they think that all you need to do is sing Kumbaya and all is well. That couldn't be further from the truth. There are some very dark moments in healing because somewhere in the process, in the midst of things, you're going to come to realize that you ain't shit. That there is something wrong with you and it's not everyone's fault around you. Granted, granted now, there are factors from situations that I've been in that contributed to my demise. But there were things I needed to fix on my own that I didn't want to accept. Healing for me involved constant crying, deep daydreaming, cursing a lot, throwing things tearing things up sleeping all day and night and pushing people close to me away yes I took spiritual baths I lit candles I meditated I did affirmations I charged my crystals I prayed to my spiritual team and I even smiled from time to time but the darkness was still a part of the light until this day I have triggers. Some of the questions that I received for this podcast have been triggers. Then I'm like, damn it, I didn't completely heal from this. And I know it's a trigger if it changes my mind and my mood negatively. And I spend the week um, of preparation sitting in my emotions and I'm able to detect the issue, recover from it and heal from it. This doesn't happen overnight, but I'm learning to be consistent, and in that, I'm making progress. So, the final thing is forward movement, meaning fuck everything you left behind and the opinions of others. Don't think for a second that just because I'm feeling better, my health is improving, I'm happier, I'm blazing my own trail, that that has stopped people from talking or developing their own opinion about me. But I'm not going to stop improving because I've made it to someone's dinner table gossip Sunday after they got through pretending at church or because I've made someone uncomfortable or upset. That's personal and I can't tell people how to feel or what to do. So to get rid of the toxicity, I left the situation. I had to find the parts of me that was broken from the situation, heal those things and accept the triggers as they come and heal those triggers and then forward movement. So that's it for episode seven. Episode eight will be, can you be friends with an ex? So for episode eight, I will have a guest. My girl Terry J will be collaborating with me on this question. So you don't want to miss this. Until then, peace and power, Royals. Love y'all.